time for Bump and Run, the podcast all about golf. Here are your hosts, Bob and Jamie. Welcome to another edition of Bump and Run. I am Run. And I am Bump. And Hi. Mr. Uh, Mr. Bump, listen, uh, before we go too far, we have to promote the big fact that if you listen to this podcast and follow our instructions... What could you win? Tell them what you could win, Carol. You could win, Bob, a brand new M3, M4 driver, courtesy of our friends at TaylorMade. Yeah, this is pretty cool, actually. You know, an M3 or an M4 driver will give you the one depending on your uh, what's what's fits for you, and um, we'll get it all done up, and you can win it. And here's what you do to win it: first of all, you have to listen to this podcast, right? And then you have to send us a picture. Uh, via Twitter or Instagram or something like that about your old driver or something that shows that you deserve to have a new driver. A maybe brand it's like new spanking driver. Maybe Spank. it's like your scorecard that shows you know you shot 130 because your drives were all over the place or something like that. But show it, and then you can send it to uh, at T- Bob Weeks TSN or at TSN Golf. Right. Um, Hashtag it pump and run. Bump and run, hashtag it, bump and run, and you could win. And we're going to keep promoting this. We're not sure exactly when we're going to give it away. I'm sorry about that, but you got to enter now anyway because we've got a, a couple of logistical things to work out. But we right. will give away an M3 or M4 driver, and I promise you... Hopefully by the end of the month, right? Yeah, before the Masters anyway, yes. for sure. For sure. Because um, if you live in BC and, you, and you're listening to this, you you know you'll probably want to get to use that pretty soon. Yeah, it's almost no golf kidding. season out there. Almost if you look, not I'm, here. I'm looking outside my window and it ain't close to golf season. <laughs> it's not golf thank season you, in Ontario. Thank you, shoveling. Well, just say to your gym membership. That's true. Getting good exercise. Um, do you have to shovel your driveway? I do. Yes. I don't, I don't live in a sw- I don't live in a swanky villa. Like you. Yeah. <laughs> Villa. Yeah, right. <laughs> overlooking the scenic uh, river of Cortez here. Overlooking the scenic subway line. It's beautiful. <laughs> That's my villa. Beautiful it's scenery. Beautiful. <laughs> uh, so earlier today we had some uh, exciting news uh, from the yeah. folks at RBC that they've signed Dustin Johnson mm-hmm. to a three-year deal, I understand. And he's going to be an RBC guy, and he's going to wear the shield, and he's going to carry the logo on his bag. And he's going to play the Heritage, and he's going to play the RBC Canadian Open, and he's going to uh, appear in uh, promotional stuff like advertising and all sorts of things. So it's a big deal for RBC to get the number one ranked player in the world. And a big deal for the Canadian Open to have the number one player in the world guaranteed to be there. Like he's played in the past, um, played the last two years. Last and let's, two years. Let's not and let's not uh, let's not kid ourselves. He wasn't playing there for free. No. But this this gets him there. This is a guarantee that he's going to be there, which, you know, you want the top draws at the Canadian Open. And when Jason Day was an RBC guy and number one player in the world and winning the tournament, it was a draw. So DJ's a draw. And anybody that can get some fans to the Canadian Open is great. And it's great for the RBC Heritage as well since he hasn't played that in, since, what, 2009? I believe 2009 was the last year, and that's in his home state. Right, <laughs> exactly, at Hilton Head. So, um, you know, it's good news for that tournament too to get him back. Yeah, I think it'll be. Uh, I think it'll be good all around, and they'll they'll use him like they do. You know, I I spoke to Mary DePauli, who's the uh, the executive vice president and chief marketing officer at RBC, and she said that 
you know, they use these guys on a macro and a micro level. The macro mm-hmm. is to have them show up at tournaments so everyone can see them. And then the micro level is, you know, these guys will do outings with uh, with some of their top net worth, high net worth clients. Right. So they'll go out and play a hole or two with each of these guys. And they sit around afterwards and do uh, like a Q&A and shake hands and have their pictures taken and stuff. And uh, um, so they make use of these guys quite extensively. And, and each deal is different, I'm sure. Each deal right. has different number of days available and things like that. So... Um, but it's good. It's uh, it's great. Like you said, they're going to be at the Canadian Open, and that uh, that gives them some a little more cachet to the right, national championship. Right. And it was a big signing, and uh, you did a great job covering it and breaking it here in Canada. And uh... yeah, well, it's uh, you know it's good that uh, we got that news out there, and I'm sure it would have <laughs> come out. He was he's down at Pebble Beach right now. He's playing with uh, the great one, with Gretz. Yep. I, yeah. Like as usual. I said, you know, really, really, he's uh, he's kind of. Marrying into the uh, royal family of Canada, <laughs> exactly. With the it's pretty much right. Canadian. It's pretty much Canadian, right. anyways. And uh, you know, he'll probably, you know, down it. He's he's already won this year, and yep. you know, he's at a place where he's had a pretty good history at Pebble Beach, aside from uh, around in the U.S. Open. But he's won it a couple of times, so um, it's a good field down. You know, if we if we had to segue to it, if I did a segue. This okay, is what it would be. You, what a great I'm field. You charge of, Dustin I'm Johnson. I'm charge of segues today. Okay, Dustin Johnson is part of a great field down at Pebble Beach. Ah, what do you think, Pebble Bob? Beach. <laughs> speaking of Pebble <laughs> Beach, I think uh, I think it's pretty amazing that uh, yeah, what they have there because this used to be this used to get to be a bit of a tired event, and I think from mm. the player standpoint, you can see where they had way too many people in the field. Like I think the field was 180 something because they used three courses, right? And and they've knocked that down to like 156, I mm-hmm. think. And each guy, there's an amateur, obviously, with each pro. You know, and, six and hour some, rounds, there's right? Some actually, there's some actually some pretty decent uh, amateurs, like notable guys, mm-hmm. playing this year. I don't know if you've seen that, but looks pretty uh, looks pretty cool. Yeah, they always generate the uh, they always generate really good, really good amateurs. You know, you get you know for your you know other athletes. You know, your Aaron Rodgers is there, and you know, there's always there's always actors like Ray Romano, Bill Murray. You know, Bill Murray's so, always a great draw. So here's my Bill Murray story. So one year we went down to cover this tournament because it was Mike Weir was coming back after surgery. It was the first time he played in about hey, a year or hang, something. Hang on a surgery. second. Hang on a second. I thought I was doing the segues. Oh, sorry. <laughs> hey, Bob, don't you have a story about Bill Murray? <laughs> Funny you should bring that up. <laughs> so we went down to cover the uh, tournament, and uh, Bill Murray was there. And we thought, well, let's let's wait and see if we can get an interview with Bill Murray. So we kind of waited by where he was. He was on the practice range, and then he went over to the chipping area, and then he was putting, and he knew we were waiting for him. You, you kind of know when these guys are doing that, right? Mm-hmm. And and then so we went over to him and said, uh, hey, Mr. Murray, I wonder if I could talk to you about uh, about the tournament. He goes, well, what do you want to talk about? And I said, just about your, your play. Well, you know what? I'm going to be playing in the tournament. And then he just kind of walked away. He was kind of a <laughs> grumpy kind of guy. He didn't really want to talk, and I understand that. You take, you know, you can't sort of grab a guy for two minutes. He just could have said it a little nicer. He could have said, yeah. you know what? I'm just not into it today. But he said he was kind of a smart ass, and he walked away. So uh, there you go. Kenny G was much nicer. Kenny G's Kenny really G. small, by the way. Is he? He's really small. Yeah, he's like he's like five three or five five or something. That was the one thing. And then Don Cheadle, he was the coolest guy. He gave us a nice long interview. Nice. I really like Don Cheadle. He's a good player too, actually, yeah. Don Cheadle. Well, Kenny G's, Kenny G's really good. Well, you got Tumber, Timberlake's going to be there too, and he's, uh, he's a really, him before too. really solid player. And uh, actually, Cabby and uh, Cabby's going down to Pebble Beach to uh, try and get Bill Murray. So we'll see Is if he? he has better luck than you. 
Maybe he'll be in a better. Maybe Bill Murray will be in a better mood. Well, hopefully, you never know though. Uh, when I was with Cat, when I was with Cavi, when I was with uh, Justin Timberlake, we interviewed him in New York City, and um, it, he was promoting a movie or something or an album he was in, and for some reason we got like the PR person said, "Okay, you can have two minutes with him to talk golf," and this was done out in Penn Station, which is like the big train station in New mm-hmm. York City. So he walks in comes up to, to our camera and there's like hangers on all over him <clears throat> and so we start when he realizes we're starting to talk golf his eyes lighten up because he's been talking about this movie thing all morning and he's really kind of bored was it trolls just keeps, it might have been trolls <laughs> my kids love trolls. him in trolls <laughs> and he just and he just and the PR agency is person is like off to the side not in the shop but she's looking at me and she's telling me to wrap it up but Justin Timberlake doesn't want to wrap it up. <laughs> he keeps going and going and going. He wants to keep talking about golf. So he's a real golf nut. Yeah, very. Uh, he pa- loves you golf. Know, he's but, already uh, he's got his footprint on a PGA tournament over at the at the Vegas tournament. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he's massive into golf, and he's a really good golfer too. And uh, yeah, he is. He's a good player. Um, so now I have to do the segment. Speaking of crazy, speaking of crazy <laughs> players. And cr- and crazy celebrities and everything. How about the 16th hole at the Waste Management Phoenix Open? <laughs> wow, funny you should bring that up. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, what did you what did you? I mean, it's it's a cool spot. It's a really cool spot. There's a lot of uh, fun, and I haven't been there for five or six years. Mm-hmm. Really, when I was there, they had it encircled, but it, they didn't have the like the three tiers. Right. It's it's the, pretty much become its own like arena, essentially. Really right, setting With- that up. They have to start setting that up in um, in October. Wow, that's it's it's incre- it's an incredible atmosphere, and you know, you, just to see the people run to try and get their spot, like yeah. a, you know, people camping out in front of the gates at four in the morning to try and get their spot uh, at sixteen for the day is uh, it's an incredible nuts. it's a, it's nuts, and but that hole is amazing. I think it. I think the whole tournament, the way you know, it's what seven hundred thousand plus in yeah for the week. There is crazy. That's a crazy amount of people, and you know there was some there was some criticism this year with from some of the players saying people were getting a little over the top, and yeah, you know I would think that that's probably the minority, but for one time a year to have a hole like this, you know. In what in February when we're covered in snow to give us something to look forward to and watch and be entertained by I I love it I I I hope it keeps going. It's um it gets a little out of hand and I think I think part of the problem is that there's people who are you know they just get way too drunk and, and Julie Ogilvie who is Jeff Ogilvie's mm-hmm. wife put a tweet out there or responded to a tweet actually and said that you know it what ends up happening is these people leave there, they go out in the golf course and they're all over. The 17th hole has become almost as big as the 16th. Right. There's tons of people around there, but they come out and they start lobbing stuff. And it's, let's face it, it's a small group of people that are really obnoxious, but it's the same sort of thing that happened at the president's cup. Right. Where it's, it's become like a football game or something Mm -hmm. where people, the decorum seems to kind of go out the window. And I think, I think that's where it goes goes too far for me like I think you can yell and scream and uh, I'll admit the, the last time I was there there were some people yelling some some they were they were Arizona State students right and they were hammered and they were yelling some stuff at a woman who was walking down the aisle 
a couple sections over. And it was, I mean, if I was that woman, I'd be really, right. really upset. And a cop came and told the guys eventually because when they went, finally went over the top and they said, look, guys, let's, let's go a little easier on this. And, um, and they, you know, and they did. And I think maybe they just have to police it a little bit so it yeah, doesn't get over the top. There's a line, and it's it's easily solvable. Um, but in general, just the fact that, you know, you got such a really, in, in reality, a tame hole that's pretty much a nine iron for these guys almost every time. But it adds a little bit of, there's a little bit of pressure because if you make a bad shot, you're going to get booed. But if you make a great yeah. shot... When, when Phil Mickelson and John Rahm, who are Arizona State grads, coming through and they both birdied the hole, like yeah. it was the decibel levels were on par with, you know, football games. Um, it was, it, it's, it's a crazy fun atmosphere. And, you know, yeah, you probably have to cut back the alcohol sales a little bit. But, you know, one time a year. Yeah, I think it's good one time a year. And, and uh, I will say, I'm going to steal your segue. That speaking of hitting it close, you know who hit it close on Thursday and Friday? Who? Ben Silverman. Ben Silverman. That's right. And you know, and you know what? He won a he won a Ford Explorer for. Uh, they had a contest for the person who the combined total distance closest to the hole for the That's two, a cool guy, promotion two days. Too. Yeah, it was good, right? And good for Ben. I'm glad it was Ben who won it, not like Phil Mickelson right. who doesn't need it. Yeah, and they win. Ben has. They run a pretty good tournament there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Listen, there's a ton of charity money that gets mm-hmm. raised for that. And if you've been there, you understand that it's not even so much about the golf. It's about a big party. Right. And a lot of people don't. A lot of people go and watch a little bit of golf, but they enjoy themselves mm-hmm. and they're and they're normal. But uh, that's pretty good. You had a good name for it before we came on uh, on for the, the wasted podcast. Man- waste. Wasted management. <laughs> wasted management. Open. <laughs> I think there's a lot, a lot of people who have the wasted management. And look at look at who won the tournament. Gary Woodland. Look, and no, our buddy, friend of the podcast, uh, Brennan Little. Uh, Brennan Little, bag. yeah. Yeah, Gary Woodland went one. By the way, he was using an M3 driver, which you can win by listening to uh, this podcast. Right. One of many people uh, that have won with an M3 or M4 driver this year. It seems like every week. That's right. It's pretty that's crazy. Right. Uh, but Brendan Little, our good pal, that was his 10th PGA Tour victory. He's the caddy, of course, and he was on the bag for all eight of Mike Weir's wins, including the Masters. And then he went over to work for Camilo Bajega. So he had a little little time with Sean O'Hare. Didn't win anything with that year. And then uh, and then with Camilo, he won once at Wyndham, and now he wins with Gary Woodland. And I did have a brief text with him on uh, Sunday night, and he just said, yeah, Woodland was due. He was He's just too good a player. Mm-hmm. You know, his, his, and, and Woodland has told me that what, Brandon brings to him is just confidence in his right. in his in his club and his selection and his shot. Um, you know, having a veteran caddy like that, but she's been out there almost twenty years. Yeah, it's now, a so long that's, time, that's a and while. he's he's really good at his job, and he's always prepared. And you know, you 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 have to be that way. You have to be so meticulous as a caddy for these guys nowadays because they're so dialed in. Um, and for Gary Woodland, you know, just to look on his side of it after what he went through last year with the loss of. One of his chi- one of his children um, during the pregnancy, um, you know, to finally get back in the winter circle. It's been a, it's been a few years um, for him to get to, to get that win, and you know, for going forward, you know, this puts him in Ryder Cup conversation, which is always a goal for the for the U.S. and European players. Um, sure. You know, he really was due. He had been playing some pretty good golf and just wasn't getting finishing off the results. So. Um, after what he went through with the tragic stuff that happened in his family last year, um, it's good to uh, 
it's good to see him in the winner's circle. You know the you know the best thing about him winning really is though. What is that? Uh, is, is that I have him in the pool and he's yes. um, only t- only ten players have him only on my in a, only ten four hundred teams. Wow, only ten picked him. So well, that's, that's massive a big win for, for me. Big win for me. So that's good. So it's always about really pools. About, it's always about me. <laughs> you know, pools run everything. If that's I was it. in if I was at a golf pool, I'd be celebrating to have Gary Woodland. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, well, I guess that's about it for this week. Um, yeah, we keeps do it, encourage you. Keep sending keep us sending that stuff. Stuff for if you want to win an M3, M4 driver, and we'll 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 set it up so that uh, it ends at the end of February. So mm-hmm. send us a picture or send us a reason why you deserve this driver, and we'll uh, we'll get it for you. And thanks to our f- fine friends out at TaylorMade, who are really uh, going great with this with their new yeah, drivers in M3 and M4, as yeah, you said. They're just getting nothing but. Uh, Nothing but love from this thing is, you know, we guys like win, DJ. Win, win. No matter what, with money on my mind. And then who knows, like Rory's playing this week. That's right. So here's yeah, another. Yeah, that's kind of interesting, isn't it? Yeah, he's making his day. It's, it's actually his PGA debut. He's played a couple times on European Tour where he was close, but no cigar for second, the win. Right. Um, but his numbers are great. Like he's 40 under par in those eight rounds. His, his scoring average was... 67. He was uh, he was tearing it up over in the Mid East. And you think uh, right now you'd have to think right now that it's going to come down to a lot of the majors could come down to Rory and Dustin, right? Yeah, exactly. If if you know, like we we said it for we said it all year last year. If if Rory just puts about just a little bit better, like if he's instead of whatever he was like in the hundreds, if he's just in the fifth top fifty in putting or sixty, like that 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 would eighty like that amount of that'll win him more tournaments most tournaments there I will. think um, because he's so good off the tee and he's so good into the greens um, that he if he can just putt consistently and hey forty under par over two tournaments not too bad. Uh, all right, we're going to uh, wrap it up. Uh, we'll be, I'll be in L.A. next week to uh, listen to Mr. Woods. Woods is and, back. Um, Eldrick's back. <laughs> we'll do a podcast. Maybe we'll do, I'll be there, and you can be in beautiful Baden, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll link up and uh, do a podcast yeah. from there and see what uh, Mr. Woods has How to say in his work? second. I'll be start. in Baden, and you'll be in L.A.? Yeah, imagine that. Two, the two major centers. The two major North American centers for golf, exactly and, uh, for for golf <laughs> and commerce. <laughs> All right, that's it for this edition for uh, Bump and Run. I am Run. I am Bump. We'll see you next time.